Welcome to the Empire Files podcast. This is your host, Abby Martin. This is the audio of our show. You can watch the episodes on our YouTube channel or at theempirefiles.tv. After being in office for barely one month, Biden has authorized his first military strike. In one fell swoop, he managed to attack three countries at once, Syria, Iraq, and Iran, risking a larger war with all of them. On February 25th, U.S. warplanes bombed the Syrian town of Bukamal, killing as many as 22 people. The attack was illegal under international law and under U.S. law by carrying out acts of war without congressional approval. While not targeting Syrian forces, the raid violated Syria's sovereignty by carrying out a strike on its soil without knowledge or approval by the country's government. Tensions are already high with Syria because of draconian U.S. sanctions and repeated military strikes by Israel against the Syrian state, which it would not do without approval by the U.S. In addition to an act of aggression against Syria, Biden claims the target of the raid was an Iran-backed militia. The phrase Iran-backed militia is imperialist code for Iraqi militants that oppose the ongoing U.S. occupation of their country. The corporate media uncritically repeated Iran-backed militia with no evidence. Even the Pentagon's most loyal stenographer, the New York Times, had to admit, quote, little is known about the group, including whether it is backed by Iran. Although no evidence exists to link this group to Iran, Biden said the airstrikes were intended to send a message to Iran that, quote, you cannot act with impunity. Be careful. It's disgusting that Biden thinks the best way to communicate with Iran is blowing up human beings. And what impunity is he even talking about? Trump is the one who shredded the nuclear deal and slapped hundreds of sanctions on the country. And after all that, Iran is still willing to talk. Biden claims this act of war is justified punishment for Iran being responsible somehow for a minor rocket attack in Iraq by Iraqis. Again, the U.S. manages to take away all the agency of Iraqis who are angry at the U.S. for still being there after killing one million people and destroying the entire country. I'd say it's the United States which bears responsibility for the inevitable attacks on its bases. Bombing Iraqis anywhere creates the potential for further escalation of anti-U.S. attacks in Iraq. If Biden's policy is going to be launching a major retaliation anytime Iraqis attack an American base— which will likely only increase in response to Biden's aggression, before we know it, we'll be back in a full-scale war in Iraq. And considering the U.S. was defeated by the Iraqi resistance not too long ago, risking a reboot of that war seems like a terrible idea. Hmm, perhaps the best idea would be to stop the U.S. occupation of Iraq, because it seems obvious that as long as U.S. forces are there, they will be targeted. Also, this most recent strike is way too similar to the events that began last year's war escalation with Iran. In January 2020, Iraqi resistance groups launched rockets at U.S. bases in their country. When one of these rockets killed a U.S. private mercenary, just like the one last month, the Pentagon responded by bombing five separate locations in Iraq and Syria that killed dozens of people. This prompted Iraqi protesters to besiege the U.S. embassy. And in retaliation, Trump ordered the assassination of top Iranian General Qassam Soleimani, a horrific war crime that was carried out in broad daylight as Soleimani was coming to Iraq for peace negotiations. 
Trump belligerently brought us to the precipice of war, but Iran's calculated response opened the door for de-escalation. This is why Biden's actions are so dangerous. The situation is so fraught and unpredictable, events could quickly spiral out of control. Ludicrously, the Pentagon claims the intention of Biden's strike was to de-escalate tensions. See, this is the doublespeak of the U.S. empire. When we bomb, it's for peace. And when it comes to so-called enemy states like Iran or Syria, the political and media establishment instantly become one voice to advocate for it. Today, aside from a few dissenters in Congress, there is a bipartisan chorus defending Biden's actions. It was all done in self-defense, they say. The imperial hubris of the United States is grotesque and shameful. Bombing any country it wants with total impunity, killing anyone anywhere with zero consequences, lashing out abroad while leaving its people to rot in the streets at home, and then having the sheer audacity to claim moral authority to do it all over again. Thank you for listening to our Empire Files podcast. Help keep us independent and ad-free at patreon.com slash empirefiles. And be sure to catch our newest episodes by subscribing to our YouTube channel. 